Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Oh, yes, you are. And I have Sherry Nettles here with us today. Sherry, welcome to the show. I am so glad to have you. Well, Jennifer, I'm honored and blessed to be here. It's it's such a treasure. I love another girl from the Deep South. <laughs> so we have a, something in common. But tell us your story. Tell us about your life. And how did you come to know the Lord? Well, I actually came to know the Lord as a very young child. I did not grow up in a Christian home. Both of my parents battled addictions growing up. And so we were not in a Christian, Christian home. And it's just an incredibly great story. I always felt, I, I always felt the love of God, even though I didn't know what it was. And so one of the times that my um, parents became a little bit more stable, this is actually my stepfather at this point, my father had left the picture, um, was a little bit more stable. He did leave later. We don't need to talk about that. But yeah. anyway, we moved across the street from a church. And so I would wake up on Sunday mornings and nobody else went. I had three other siblings and, of course, my stepfather and my mother. And I would wake up on Sunday mornings, get dressed, and walk across the street mm. to church. Oh, I love so it. So I felt the wooing of the Holy Spirit as a very young girl. That's incredible. What, what, what a beautiful thing. I mean, that's just awesome. I love it. Um, so you started in church. And how did you go from there to comedian? <laughs> I actually have no idea how to <laughs> <sighs> I could now officially say just blessed, I guess. Mm-hmm, but anyway, mm-hmm. so but getting here, um, I was I love the word of God. I always have, and of course, I've had my rebellion. But I started teaching Sunday school at 19 years old. Wow! And I would teach little kids, and I just fell in love with the word of God. So after some of my rebellious years, I go back in the church. I'm teaching um, Bible teaching again, and people started saying, "Could you please come to my?" You know, my, my aunt's having a women's ministry event. Um, they need a speaker. We told them about you, and could you just go teach like you do Bible, you know, in Sunday school? And I was like, well, absolutely. And the perk always was they'll feed you and they'll give you a cookbook. <laughs> That's right. So I was literally paid in cookbooks in the beginning. <laughs> Some good recipes the in there. Is, <laughs> yeah, the funny part is, is I don't cook. I don't like to cook. But anyway, oh, that's so good. I can make reservations very well. But. <laughs> Anyway, so I was teaching, I was Bible teaching. I was on a ministry team with five other women, and one of them looked at me one time after my audiences had said, she's a comedian, she's hilarious. She leaned over and said, you should be a Christian comedian. And I mouthed back, that will never happen. (laughs) And 20 years ago, I was given 90 days to live, and that's Mm -hmm. when I realized flopping in front of an audience held in comparison to being on your deathbed and so I just said I'm going and and I jumped I went and God is so faithful if he has called you to it he has already equipped you for it 
So 90 days to live. What happened? Well, the short story is 90 days. I think Jesus from the right hand of the Father must have looked at God and said, she talks a lot. Are we ready for her in eternity yet? (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, Uh, Let's extend that number a little bit. (laughs) What would you say? Let's extend that number. (laughs) (laughs) Let's extend her life on earth. (laughs) I love it. That's good, Jennifer. Mm. But anyway, I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. And if anyone that's listening to this, is diagnosed with cancer or any diagnosis, can they trust this today that God has allowed man to have wisdom and to diagnose things, but only God can give a prognosis? Yes. So the first thing, when you have been given a diagnosis, please sit down and breathe. First thing, breathe. Do not go to the Internet. Do not, you know, just start running to everyone that you've known that you've known has had cancer or a family member, breathe. Mm -hmm. Because in that breathing, you're going to hear the voice of God. Mm -hmm. That's good. It's true. I mean, I've been there, and only God is is really the one that's going to bring you the comfort and the the direction that you need, even in the midst of a diagnosis. Amen. Mm -hmm. Jennifer, what happens, to make that long story short, um, is what ended up happening is by totally on a fluke, they found my tumor. They went in and did surgery. They had assured everyone I did not have cancer. Two-hour surgery. They said, easy peasy. They came out three and a half hours later and told my husband and my best friend, who has now gone to be with the Lord, anyway, told my best friend that I had a class 3C ovarian cancer. Well, she's a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. Her knees buckled, and the doctor and my husband had to catch her. And, of course, she looked at my husband and said, mouth. She mouthed at my husband, how long? Ask him how long. Mm. And my husband said, how long does she have? And he said, well, a good prognosis today, 21 years ago, was five years. They've mm. extended that to seven, so praise God. And he said, um, we'd like to get her 10 so she can see both of your children graduate high school. And then he took my husband's hand and shoulder, and he said, but over the next 90 days, y'all need her house in order. It is metastasized throughout her entire abdomen. We've done a complete hysterectomy. We've taken out her top fat layer. They've left the other seven fat layers, but that's another story. But anyway, they, um, so what happened is I'm in the hospital November the 5th, 2002, and my husband's been reading me a psalm a day, and I feel like I'm not breathing. Do you need to stop me and ask me something, Jennifer? You're great. I, I'm just listening, <laughs> and we'll pick up. Yeah, we have about five minutes, so so no, keep going. Yeah, I'll do this in like two mm-mm, minutes. Mm-mm, you're Hashtag, good, you're good. I'm not sure. But anyway, so the doctors, you know, they give that 90 days to live. They have me set up for uh, aggressive chemotherapy. Matter of fact, the same regiment that Gilda Radner took when she passed away. Anyway, the comedian. Anyway, yes, so yes. I, um, so anyway, she started, they said they were going to start that November the 5th, 5th, 2002. My husband leaves the hospital room. And he'd been reading me a psalm a day. He calls me that night at 11 and says, I found your psalm from God, Chariot Psalm 86, because mm. I had begged God for a word. Yeah. And he kept whispering, Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. And so, Jennifer, wow. I drifted off to sleep journaling and reading Psalm 86. And at 4 o'clock a.m., 
November the 6th, 2002, I woke up to the most beautiful, still quiet voice that said, be confident in me and be at peace for there's no more cancer. Hmm. And I pulled my journal and I wrote it and I drifted back off to sleep. And at 6 o'clock a.m., Dr. Sidney Terry Smith walked in, slung the hospital room door open, happy as he could be. And he says, girl, have I got good news for mm. you. He scooched up on my bed. Jennifer, I hate it when your hair's a mess and a good-looking doctor has <laughs> scooched up on the bed beside you. <laughs> Anyhow, he scooched up on the bed, and he said, I sent all your slides off to be studied at Massachusetts Research Hospital. They called me late last night because he's a personal friend and told me your tumor was non-invasive. And I didn't say, but what about the hundreds of places? I said, Dr. Smith, can I read you my journal? And being the God-fearing man he is, he let me. And I said, God said at 4 a.m. to be confident in him and be at peace, for there was no more cancer. Jennifer, he did not medically argue, being the God-fearing man he is. He reached over. He kissed my cheek. I had to pay for that stinking kiss. Anyway, <laughs> I bet. kissed my cheek. And he said, my child, I smiled upon you. So 21 years later this year, with no chemo, no radiation, no additional surgeries, I remain cancer-free. So you never even had to take the chemo. It was like a mistake didn't, almost. Didn't do anything. Well, they would love to say that it's a mistake, except <laughs> he's got the biopsies. He's got My chart actually says divine intervention. He's got my biopsies from the hundreds of places and where he and another oncologist surgeon were in the room, and there were hundreds of cancerous cells on my pelvic floor. Wow. It had metastasized from my right ovary to my left ovary. They did a complete hysterectomy. That was not fun at 40, but Mm. I did survive. (laughs) Yes, yes. What is, let's look up, tell us Psalm 86. What does it say? And Psalm 86, I love Psalm 86, because there is literally a portion to Psalm 86 that asks us. It says, please save your servants from the depths of the grave. And so, of course, what did I write? I literally wrote in it. I literally wrote, "God, Daddy, please save your little girl. And Psalm 86, I'm going to tell you how it starts out, because this psalm is beautiful, and I always say, God wrote it for it. God inspired it for me. He wrote it for me. Psalm 86, 1, incline thine ear. This is from the um, New American Standard Version. Incline thine ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am afflicted and needy. Do preserve my soul, for I am a godly, it says man, woman, it means mankind. O thou God, O my God, save your servant mm, to trust beautiful. in you. Mm-hmm. Amen. So listen to verse three. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you I cry out all day long. <laughs> yes. Oh, Sherry, that is good. And I read here in verse thirteen: For great is your love toward me; you have delivered me from the depths, from the realm of the dead. That was Sherry Nettles dead. twenty-one years ago. Wow. Thank you for sharing your story. I'm Jennifer Jackson. And you have been listening to Simply for Women. I don't know where your faith is today, but I hope that you will keep going, keep growing in the Lord. He can do anything. All things are possible with him. Just cry out. Share with him what's on your heart. Go home and read Psalm 86. Oh, if you want to know more about the show, go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer 
Jackson.org and join us again on the next episode for Sherry Nettles. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God.